Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. This is episode number 93, and in this episode we're going to be talking all about the brand new Animal Kingdom show that was announced earlier this week, a new Lego Star Wars holiday special. We're talking a bit more about the worldwide release of Disney Plus. We'll also be sharing our thoughts on Magic Camp and Weird But True. Uh, but before that, I just want to jump in and say a huge thank you to everyone who has subscribed, either on the audio platforms such as Spotify, and you might find us on a few other ones as well now, and also on our Patreon. I just want to say a big thank you to Jacob, Sarah, Joshua, The Juice, What's on Netflix, Andrew, Julie, and Lauren for all of your support. It really makes all the difference. And you become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash what's on Disney Plus, where you can help support the podcast and the channel. And you get access to an exclusive video each week um, where we kind of answer your questions. And yeah, so it just, it really does make a big difference. So let's jump into it. Um, quite a bit of pieces of news this week. Um, kind of in some of the, the two specials, the official announced were, were kind of pretty cool. So let's jump first off into the one that um, I know we're all dying to talk about, especially when we've been in a heat wave the whole of the UK. And it's been boiling hot and sunny and the beach has been packed and I've been non-stop working was a holiday special. Um, I'm seeing all this Halloween stuff and Christmas stuff and it's like, it is so far from my mind at this precise minute. Um, so we're going to be getting this one on November the 17th, which is actually a Tuesday because it's going to be celebrating Life Day. Um, and so I think it's also when, when the original movie, original holiday special was released back in the 1970s and this short is going to be i say not even a short it's like a 45 minute episode will be sort of having a bit of a play around with that and ray's going to end up traveling through time and meeting characters from different eras and having a lot of fun with it there's going to be lots of um hijinks i think looking at it lots of lego humor this one definitely came out of left field but it also happened i did think it was quite funny star wars celebration would have been taking place what next week so this is when I would imagine there's a lot of, like, we're probably going to get quite a few little Star Wars bits and pieces over the next few weeks where they should have been announced. But I thought this was a fun little announcement. What about you? Yeah, uh, it's reviving something that's rather infamous within Star Wars with the, the holiday special and Life Day. But hopefully putting a fun twist on it. The Lego shows and movies and shorts are almost always entertaining, I, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't. I can't think of anywhere. I was like, oh, I, I didn't enjoy that. So, on the one hand, I'm like, it's the holiday special. There's a reason yeah. we talk about it in hushed tones. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's Lego. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm down with this. Especially if it if it is fully aware of what it's poking fun of, which I expect it to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm used to. I mean, the thing is with Lego, so usually they're like short shorts. Um, they, we've also had the Free Maker Adventures as well, that which is a good series, which. Um, but I'm, I'm probably more used to playing Lego video games. So therefore, there's that kind of weird thing of, for me, like, I'm just used to the cutscenes between mm -hmm. that. So it's like 45 minutes. Okay, cool. Um, interesting day for it to drop. And also the fact that it's coming straight to Disney Plus, it's not being um, released anywhere else. But also, right now, animation is kind of one of the safest things Disney Plus can do because they've been able to kind of keep going through the whole situation and keep moving, which is obviously a good thing going forward. Kind of like definitely came out of left field. Wasn't expecting it. The only thing that did catch my eye was obviously as someone that has done um, blogging about um, merchandise for years, um, was the fact that this is tying in with the Lego Star Wars uh, Advent Calendar, which comes out in about two weeks' time, in the beginning of September. Um, a lot of the looks from the characters are from this short. 
So I think it's like Poe's got a Christmas jumper on. That's literally lifted directly from that. And also there's a, there's a sticker book as well. But I've always been this kind of weird thing for years of wanting to do the um, do that advent calendar. And this time it's like, oh, it's actually a Disney Plus advent calendar there. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, the other thing that um, is noticeable is it did have a little sticker on the box which what they're doing with all the new Star Wars stuff, this um, Star Wars Lego sets, they're giving you codes to unlock the vehicles and the things in the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga video game, which is also going to be coming out, um, I assume, this fall. So you might then be able to play those characters from the Disney Plus show, probably then in the video game. So all kind of crossing over. So for me, that's kind of just made the, the Lego set just, oh, I'll pick it up. Um, but... Yeah, I think that was kind of quite interesting how they all tied that all in together. Um, yeah, it's probably not a bad timing of them announcing it was just a few weeks before this thing, but I would imagine that this would have been a Star Wars celebration announcement regardless. Star Wars celebration, it might have ended up in like a San Diego Comic-Con. I realize that that has already passed, yeah. but that, that could have been something that would have been there. Um, I have got the advent calendars in the past, not the, the last few years. Yeah. Um, I've never found it to be a very good value proposition unless you want to collect the minifigures but if it does somehow link into the skywalker saga in it i mean i'm not expecting it to be like a a a game changer or anything Mm. like that it'll probably just be some skins or well yeah we know how the lego star wars games are they got like 900 characters and 500 vehicles it'll just be one in the thing it won't have unique abilities but still it's got that tie-in lego has been playing a lot with uh going second screen on these i I know the lego mario sets just came out i i can't see myself pulling the trigger on those but it's cool how they uh integrate them into the app and you know you have incentive to have them as more than just legos yeah and to see them expand on that is pretty cool uh additionally just i i don't i'm not sure how it's supposed to tie into the show they weren't really clear on how the advent calendar is supposed to tie in other than what you mentioned they'll have the 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 designs but they were very clear in it is part of the experience to have the advent calendar alongside the disney plus show and it'll be i don't want to say interesting because it sounds more weird than interesting (laughs) honestly but we'll we'll see what happens with that i'm assuming in all reality it's just that the 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 looks of like the characters and stuff because um looking at like the set and stuff and what they've done it's just it just looks it just looks fun it just looks like um a nice little show nice to see something coming in there with that on there um i'm guessing like darth vader's he's gonna have like a red sweater on um, well the, the, that's on the that's, cover so yeah that's, that's, that's literally <laughs> i mean that's pretty much gonna be it but yeah i think i think this all looks pretty good i'm um, just like the idea of something new and original for disney plus and i think kind of we're going to see more of this. I think we're going to start seeing because Lego have made lots of specials already for like Marvel and Star Wars and Frozen and bits and pieces. And it just seems to be a great combination. Disney and Lego just seem to be working so well together. Video games, sets, toys, you know, and also the, the shows and the movies and stuff. So yeah, I think that was pretty cool. Moving on from there, we've got a brand new announcement of a new show coming um, on September the 25th. This is uh, The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, a documentary series going to consist of eight episodes, and it's going to be narrated by Josh Gad. And they're going to be taking a look at um, the animal exhibits at the Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World, and also taking a look over at Epcot's uh, Nemo and Friends as well over there, because that's kind of basically like their aquarium area. 
So they're going to be looking at a number of different areas within the Animal Kingdom, including Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail, uh, the Harambe Wildlife Reserve, the Kilimanjaro Safaris, the Discovery Island, Tiger, Tiger Templar, Tiger Temple, Tiger Temple. I'll get my teeth in this morning. And yeah, um, this one's looking good. I don't yet know if this one is going to be weekly or um, a binge drop. I have reached out for clarification, but haven't heard back yet. Um, I'm hoping this one's weekly because I mean, eight episodes, um, that will get us right through to November. Um, to me, this is just like, yeah, tick, 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 tick. Everything I would want from a, a show. You've got National Geographic doing it. So therefore that's hopefully a little bit more, I would say grown up than if Disney done it, if that makes sense. Yeah. If, if it was a Disney direct kind of thing, um, the expectation would be more of a, a fluff piece, something mm-hmm. more in line with like one day at Disney kind of deal mm-hmm. with National Geographic, putting their name on it or Disney putting National yeah. Geographic's name on it, however you want to view it. Uh, it lends an, at least the impression that this will be a more serious look at it. That uh, it's, it's not, entirely a a advertisement don't you want to don't don't you want to come and see animal kingdom and see the tigers and go on the safari and stuff like that no uh i'm sure it will be that too but it will hopefully have more facts more insider stuff more interesting details rather than than just being thinly veiled advertising yeah i'm hoping it's kind of more of like a secrets of the zoo kind of show with a bit more of you know obviously being nice nice and fluffy and fair but not a full-blown advertisement for eight episodes because i mean i love the animal kingdom i love visiting up at the when you take a the train up to kiki's watch and watch see what the veterinarians and i'm always looking around going well what are they doing down there and um as you go past the veterinarian stuff so i i yeah i've, I've this is nice you know, and obviously it'll be easy, especially if someone's been there a number of times, you kind of got that, oh, well, that's there, you know, the Tigers department and all the rest of it. It'll be much more connection for most people. Yeah, and a little bit more than that too, like it, it if they treat it like uh, the Keys to the Kingdom tour, you know, the one of the optional packages you can get when you go to Disney World, uh, it, it shows you behind the scenes stuff and they really do let you see behind the scenes because normally when you talk disney it's very uh don't break the magic don't let people see past the illusion but keys to the kingdom i haven't done it myself but i i have no people who have uh and they're like nope it's nothing about the magic it's literally like the nuts and bolts and and how things work in reality if they take that kind of approach and it and especially with the animals themselves i think this could be really good yeah, no, I think it's, I'm looking forward to this series. This one should be good. I am hoping it's a weekly drop. Um, but Agreed. who knows? We're, um, it's kind of weird at the minute. We're in this like weird bit where they, they tried the binge model for like sort of May and June. And then in July, they went, yeah, we're going back to weekly. Because <laughs> the last two series have been uh, Weird But True and The Muppets. And they've both, both gone back to weekly. So... Road, but road trip wasn't so it's it's hard to imagine what they're doing with this one but we'll hopefully have to wait and see i would hope that there is some behind the scenes stuff some logic to it plus with the changing of leadership that we talked about a couple of weeks ago hopefully the incoming leadership will be able to set down and say these are going to be the binge shows these are going to be the weekly shows i will say if they announce this as a weekly uh sorry as a binge show as they'll drop all eight episodes at once 
my faith in it will be much lower than if they announce it as a weekly show. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but we've kind of viewed the drop once a week as shows that Disney has faith will keep people coming back week after week. Well, my only counter argument to that would have been was um, I do think that prop culture was, uh, was a good, every episode was good. And I think that suffered by being a binge drop because I don't think it maintained the, uh, the kind of momentum that that show oh. would have got. I think um, that would have been, I think like road trip as well. Um, I still think that was, that was a good, a well-made show. Something like, uh, but to me, the, the big fib was that one where they had a 15 season episode and they just dropped the ball on it. And that was back in May. And no one's, I've not seen one mention of it in our Facebook group since May. And that could have still been a weekly drop. And yeah, people might not have been so excited, but it would have kept people aware that the show was still existing. Yeah. And like it's, it's experimental and I have to assume that they were experimenting. I think, Mm. as you mentioned, prop culture was a victim of that. I would have agreed. I would have watched that every single week. Uh, And I think that it would have drawn people in. It's not, it's not the one that sells Disney plus to people. It's not the one where it's like, Oh, you have to subscribe to see uh, prop culture or rogue trip, but it is the one where if you're already subscribed, you're like, Oh, Hey, something new. Let me check this one out and then see it the week after and the week after the big fib, honestly, whether it had been weekly or binge, yeah. I think it would have just disappeared into the yeah. void pretty quickly. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully we'll find out a little bit more of that little detail and get some uh, stuff in because we're not that far away. We're only literally about uh, what it's five weeks away. I would suspect next week we will find out the September lineup. And that will probably confirm it because usually we get them. We usually get them around the fifteenth, so it's today's the fifteenth. So I'm expecting that to drop maybe Monday or Tuesday. We'll find out what's coming in September. If not today, I, I they don't, don't tend to do them usually on the weekends. But moving on from there, um, this one was kind of interesting and definitely got a lot of people's attention. Was Disney are making a remake of Free Man and the Baby, and looks like they've got Zac Efron on to actually be the main person in it. They've got they're still looking for a director and it's pretty much going to be identical to what we've seen before, whether, you know, he's a New York city bachelor with two single friends and they get turned upside down when a girlfriend dumps a baby in their lap and disappears from their life forever. Um, kind of, I didn't realize this as well, but free men and a baby was actually a remake of a French movie. So <laughs> this is kind of like, ah, so you're like, and you're like, ah, people. So that first one was a remake. <laughs> so, um, I loved the first movie. I grew up on that movie. It was one of those kind of staple movies that you saw all the time on TV. And Free Men and a Little Lady, though I usually get those all mixed up into Free Men and a Little Baby. Um, <laughs> it's like, I, I, put it, I was like, oh, yes, yeah. Because yeah. they all just rose off the tongue. But obviously, the first two movies are available on Disney Plus now. Um, but yeah, I'm, I think this will be good. I mean, it's been nearly 30, 35 years. I know a lot of people are like, oh, more remakes. Well, looking at the amount of people that like reacted to it it shows you the difference of when you didn't put you know it it, it works it it has a it it works um but yeah i i, I like zach afron anyway um i was especially as he's getting older he's kind of finding his um it's you know he's i think he's turned out into to really good um so i'm looking forward to this one yeah i grew up with the original one as well i loved it as a kid uh got a certain amount of nostalgia for it i haven't seen it in a long time so i don't know how well it holds up um, also, fun fact, I didn't know it's directed by Leonard Nimoy. I, yeah, I didn't know that I, either. 
that was that was new information to me. Uh, one thing that I do consider a little worrying about it, though, part of what made the original work was the amount of star power behind it. Uh, you know, you've got Steve Gutenberg in it. He's this is in the middle of Police Academy and Short Circuit. He is at the top of his game. You've got Tom Selleck, who was really well known for Magnum PI. You've got Ted Danson, who was doing Cheers. The this the, the level of star power in this is absolutely crazy, and with no offense intended to Zac Efron, he's not at the same level that those guys were at when this came out. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was going to say because I was, I, I still think Zach Efron is a big enough name on its on itself to sell this. But the two friends need to be somebody kind of reasonably good as well. But again, because of the Disney Plus budget, it might kind of slightly reduce it. But, um, I mean, I could quite, you know, I mean, the guy that was in Magic Gamma, Adam something, you know, he could be, you know, a guy like that could be one of the. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> no, I think, you know, I think he could, yeah, he could be one of the, but I think how they, it depends how they do it. It depends, um, like you said, Tom Selleck and they were all kind of very, very well known at the time. It's fun, kind of funny really with Ted Danson because obviously he was the main kind of, the, the main one in the, in the original movie, but it, as the second one took on, he kind of took a step back. He wasn't the main character in the, in the second movie. But. Honestly, the only part of the second movie I really remember is him uh, at the end with, with, as the priest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that one. Um, but honestly, it, I wouldn't expect uh, Three Men and, and a Little Lady to come into play. They, yeah. They're going to be doing here. The other question that I'm left with is how faithful of a, of a uh, remake is it? Are they going to do their own thing with it? Or is it going to be shot by shot, just updated? For, for modern sensibilities. Because there's, obviously this was 19, what, 87, 86, yeah. somewhere in there. Uh, things have changed significantly. And I'm not even just talking technology. I think uh, the idea of men raising a kid yeah. is a little bit more acceptable. We're still not at the point where people are like, oh yeah, it's totally normal for single dad or whatever, but we're, yeah. we're getting better about it. So some of that humor kind of disappears when you have that, but we'll see. Well um, I mean, just looking at that from like legally point of view, um, here in the UK now we have rules about advertisements and stuff where, you know, they're not allowed to do advertisements like basically taking the mick out of men cleaning and all this kind of stuff because it's deemed sexist. So they've stopped all of that. So a lot of that like humour, um, I mean, they can probably get away with a certain amount of it, but they can't do a huge, huge amount of it because, like you say, you know, things have changed. However, if he is a clueless party boy who hasn't got a clue that is where it comes into i think that's more where they can play up on him just being you know a you know a, f a fun free individual who doesn't maybe understand yeah and the whole you know the whole thing with you know put, putting the diaper on and all the rest of it and, and the kid peeing everywhere you know that's coming <laughs> it, it involves a baby of course it's going to involve uh, diaper mishap of some sort yeah. or other. And yeah, I agree. If the, if they take the approach that it is a single person, who in this case happens to be a man, uh, suddenly finding themselves going from the bachelor, bachelorette, uh, carefree lifestyle, no responsibilities except their job or whatever, and then all of a sudden, oh, you've got to take care of a little baby. There's plenty of opportunity in that. Actually, I'm just watching... Um station 19 at the moment and they kind of had they kind of done a similar thing and it's um a spin-off of Grey's Anatomy it's but with firefighters 
and it's sure, it's, it's, an, it's, an, it's an AB show. It's it's on Hulu and and it'll be on Star. But yeah, so yeah, they've kind of done that. So I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Hopefully, they start filming later this year. I think things are starting to all get moving on that front. So should be too much more issues on that. But yeah, big fan of Zac Efron, so that was a win for me. Moving on from there, we've had some um, details come through on the uh, some of the more worldwide launches. So first off, we have the second wave of the European. They've sort of that's coming on September the fifteenth to a number of countries, and pre-orders are now open. If you want to take out the annual subscription, there's no monthly subscription discount, but you get um, about. 10-15% off if you're going to be doing it so if you are going to be in subscribing in those countries you'll want to get them I'll just bring up the names of them so I know we had Iceland you had the Nordics so you had like Finland um, Norway you also had I think it was uh, Portugal I'm just going to bring up the full list of other countries that that's coming to it's amazing yeah oh yeah so we've got Norway Sweden Denmark Iceland Belgium and Luxembourg so um, that's all going to be coming up. So if you're in those countries, you'll want to um, sign up. We also had information about the Disney Plus Hotstar Indonesia launch, which will be coming on September the 5th. There was an um, event in Jakarta last week. Um, they are going to be offering um, over 500 films and 7,000 episodes, including all the Disney Plus originals. But they're also getting lots of Indonesian uh Movies, they've got like seven of them coming and they've also got a couple of them coming a few weeks later on September the 15th. There's over 300 Indonesian library titles, including them. I'm even going to attempt to try and re read them out. Um, but yeah, apparently they've, they're going to, no subscription prices have yet been announced, but there's going to be a bit like um, Hotstar in India, where it's kind of primarily so many people using their mobile devices that that's how it, they're going to be teaming up with a mobile device. But again, interesting to see how they've gone with Indonesia. Um, a lot of people there speak um, Hindi. I think that's the main one of the main languages. So therefore, a lot of the content from Hotstar they can use there. But it's nice. It's kind of like this weird thing of like it's, uh, the Hotstar launching in Indonesia was that kind of weird thing. Of going, hmm. Okay, so they are kind of stretching out this brand, and then Star is now coming out internationally elsewhere because we already do have Hotstar here in the UK, but it, it's just um, all of the um, Indian TV content. So. It is, it's, they are, rolling, you know, they're definitely viewing this as something, I would, yeah, it'd be interesting how this all works, or whether or not all this happens. It was an interesting thing as well, and what's on Netflix did an article about how much content from, on Netflix was some different languages, and sort of, Disney Plus, we don't really have a lot of that at the minute, um, but I'm wondering, like, with it launching in more European countries, and now we've got all the hot star content, and then we're going to be talking about Latin America in a minute, I kind of feel like, it's like this weird thing of like, I'd wish they put them on Disney Plus anyway. You know, if they've got the subtitles or the dubbed, I'd rather them just be there and have the option of watching them. I, you know, I'm, I mean, most of it, I don't tend to watch a huge amount of subtitle stuff, but this guy kind of feeling, uh, well, maybe you guys should put it on there, but I don't know if they, they don't want, you know, hundreds of Bollywood movies on there to kind of distract what's going on. But I always kind of feel like, well, if you've got these shows, you maybe should kind of offer them anyway. You don't have to promote them, but just at least put them there. I mean, in the States, they could put them on Hulu at the very least if they were worried yeah. about diluting it uh, on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I suspect it's a branding yeah. thing for the most part. Uh, you don't really associate Bollywood with Disney or yeah. the other way around. You, you know, Disney does not have a particularly deep catalog when it comes to... Uh, 
that region, Indian, Nepalese, mm-hmm. Indonesian. Uh, yeah, I, I have to assume it's branding. But yeah. I also agree with you. If they've got the license for it, use it. Uh, put it on Hulu. Uh, yeah. We have a pretty sizable population of, mm-hmm. of people from that region in America. Yeah. And I'm sure they would love to have content that's easy for them to access. Yeah, and I suspect again, it's all. I bet again, a lot of this is that Hulu star situation of they don't want to give Hulu any more clout at the minute. So I don't know. America's in this kind of weird. It can, I feels like what's going on internationally is that that's where where they're going with the whole star brand. But moving on from there, Disney Plus or Disney did put out a, a number of they put out press releases on their uh, sort of uh, Spanish speaking sites saying that. Disney Plus is coming to uh, Latin countries on in November, so it's kind of they didn't have a full list of all the countries, but it was on all all of the the press site for it. They're going to have all the the usual stuff that you would expect. A couple of things that were interesting from the press release were they did say that the new Marvel Studios stories, including Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision and Loki, and they did say, well, we're currently scheduled between 2020 and 2021. So they're kind of, and it's, they do say simultaneous US premiere release, which is what we would expect. As I said, they're going to get um, The Mandalorian. They're going to have all, all the same movies and stuff that we did have, but they're also having uh, a lot of local content as well. They're going to have um, a number of movies and TV shows, so it's a bit like uh, Sawyer Luna, Violeta, uh, Peter Rupp-Hunk, Jungle Nest and a number of other um, shows that they've got obviously in Latin America that are Disney Channel shows and they're going to be all part of this one here. So hopefully we'll have a little bit more information. It was one of those things of, there's a press release like this big, loads and loads of information, but when you actually broke it down, there was like the, the key bits of date and price were the two main things, the thing here that everyone wants to know. But just confirming really again, there's this massive expansion of Disney Plus into this kind of global streaming platform is just continuing because i think once again you know, they get into latin america and then you've got all these different you think like all those countries that they're launching in it's just expanding disney plus into this massive um platform and it look, does feel like looking at like the release schedules and stuff they are starting to like tie up more as the deals kind of start expiring and i think that's ultimately what they need to do is you know when they say movies coming today like something like the greatest showman it's everywhere rather than it's just oh it's out in italy but it's not out in england but it's not out in spain but it's out in canada you know it's like that weird thing but i think as we move forward we're going to see less of that and we can definitely see that with the disney plus originals where they can just make them all available everywhere the only thing is at the minute there are some issues going on with some of the movies because of the dubbing issues with the coronas i know for example like the one and only ivan is coming to like the netherlands a few weeks later because they haven't got but it's just one of those situations and i think that's more about that rather than what disney's plans are but nice to see more launches this is definitely no doubt by the time we get um to next year's quarterly results there's all going to be some more um big numbers because i'm expecting latin america to bring in some big numbers as well latin america certainly will if if the uh the amount of people coming from there who go to Disney World, there is any indication. Uh, it's pretty popular down there. I would suggest Disney uh, put the content on on day one. Don't do a weekly launch for The Mandalorian or, you know, all that well, stuff like by the you time did in to, England. <laughs> yeah, well, well the, the, 
the thing is, the only thing for me with that is the Mandalorian would be on to season two at that point. Right. So the first season, at least if they've got the whole first season, and um, maybe, yeah, let, let them have it up to wherever we are. Don't do that whole thing again. But who knows what they'll do. We, we'll find out. I really hope that they learned from um, the European launch where people were like, uh, just give us the show. It's already completely out in America. It's been out in America for months. Uh, you're, you're just really driving people to find alternative means to getting it. And also, uh, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, not being funny, but by now, you know, it's been out, it would have been out a year. So it's, it's way, you've already lost that opportunity to kind of do that. But um, so hopefully we'll find all that information soon. I'm wondering if they will hit that hundred. It's that question of, can they hit a hundred thousand, hundred million subscribers by the end of the year with Latin America and Indonesia and stuff? It's going to be tight, but, um, who knows? I mean, they have got the Western European more launches, and they've not even really gone into Africa and sort of the Middle East and stuff yet. So, still a long way to go. But that's what's going to the scalability of Disney Plus is what's going to make it such a bigger platform. And you already see that where you know all this stuff coming on with Mulan and all the rest of it. Now it's becoming like it's so much easier for them to have this big global presence and it's instantly stale you know we look at things like peacock and hbo max and they're talking about their global pro- launches and they haven't even started on them disney plus went in with the mindset that that's what they were going to do and it's in some ways it's giving that whole thing of going after netflix much more scope when you turn around and go oh yeah well they've got 70 million subscribers worldwide it's it's much easier than you know when you turn around and go hulu's got thirty thousand or 30 million sorry it's it's just scaling up in mass numbers quick. Yeah. I don't really have anything yeah. to add on no. to that. Um, all the companies are getting into globalization and I, I hope that we get to proper globalization of this at some point day and date releases across the board. Well, I think the thing is, as well, especially with the internet, it just makes more sense. You know, like we're all, we're all interconnected. We're all, you know, it's like Disney have gone to the bother of, for example, creating all these different Twitter and Instagram accounts for each account. But most people are following the main one. And, you know, we're all talking about the same thing. And it is just, I mean, it's kind of funny now with all the movies of what's going on with the cinemas and stuff. But it's like global release just make life easy on the internet. I mean, there's a reason why they're doing it. Because just everyone is talking, you know, my Facebook feed is full of people from a number of different countries all chatting away about stuff, you know, we have our moderators group and we know we've got us from Canada, America, um, the Netherlands, the UK, China, Australia. We know we're, there's 20 of us all having discussions about Disney plus and we're from all over the world. And that's just, you know, it's quite kind of funny when we do talk about stuff of, um, we were having a discussion about crisps the other day, British crisps, <laughs> but, um, how things are translating around so much easier, but Moving on from there, let's talk about, um, about there was a lot of new releases this past week on Disney Plus, some big movies, including Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Zombies 2 and The Greatest Showman. They arrived on, in the US and Canada. Also in Australia, they got Upside Down Magic, which was a new Disney Channel movie. That's the difference when they don't have a Disney Channel. They suddenly things drop on there much quicker. Um, not, the UK kind of got a real kind of, we got the first season of The Proud Family. I'm like, Okay, we didn't get zombies. We didn't get, I mean, we didn't have Ant-Man already. We didn't get Greatest Showman and we didn't get Upside Down Magic. And you're like, okay. So the sooner the Disney Channel shuts down, the better. But obviously as well, there was something else I wanted to bring up was the whole thing with Mulan. Um, because everyone's been showing all these pictures off of um, 
you know, the home screen within Disney. UK hasn't got it. So I'm wondering if there's some kind of, they're not promoting it. The, the press release hasn't been coming out about Mulan. So um, I'm wondering if it's got, if they, they can't do it. They've got some pre-existing deals with like Sky or someone, but very noticeably that um, like the Christina Aguilera song, none of that got sort of shared on the UK account. So, but it did then like, I think on like in some European countries, but didn't, but yes, it's all going to be a bit funnier what's going on with the premiere plus side of Disney plus or not. They're going to do it. I'm so sick of this. It's here. It's not there kind of stuff. And I look forward to when we don't have to deal Mm. with it anymore. And I say that as an American where Mm. we we are getting plastered with Mulan right now, so yeah. I know what's happening here. Yes, Mulan. Oh my word! What 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 a mess that is over on our Facebook group at the minute. <laughs> that is that is, that is that is just all over the place. Yes, it is. It, there is so many arguments going on about that movie. It's like, yeah, okay, this is interesting, um, but nevertheless, I'm not going to get into that. We've done enough of Mulan, so um, let's talk first off about um, a new series which dropped onto Disney Plus today. Weird but true. Um, uh, it's the third season. It's been around on National Geographic for a few years. They've moved it over to Disney Plus. Going to be dropping weekly. The first episode was Dinosaurs. What did you think of it? So I didn't watch the Dinosaurs episode. I, I decided to go back. I, I picked an episode. I think it's in season two, uh, which was a biplane episode. So, uh, so we're going to be talking about slightly yeah. different things here, which is actually kind of on purpose. Um, definitely skews young. Uh, this is this is targeting a very young audience. It it falls into that can- kind of niche that Bill Nye, the Science Guy, would have covered back in the day, back over here. If you take off the end caps, so the beginning and the end, where they they do childish things. Yeah. Let's ignore those parts for a second. If you go to the actual content, the stuff that's in the middle, where they talk about whatever the subject of the week is, sharks, uh, space planes dinosaurs whatever that part i felt was pretty good for what it was aiming to do for for kids content they gave enough information to get kids interested and they didn't dumb down the information uh, at least the parts they gave yeah. like they, they used proper terminology that you would expect adults to use and they didn't talk down to the kids about it even when they were doing kind of like the haha we're, we're so silly because we're kid adults kind of Mm. acting kiddish or whatever but when they were actually talking about the subjects they were taking it seriously so i think it works in that regard like i would have no problem putting a niece or nephew in front of this and saying find out more about dinosaurs find out more about you know whatever the episode is and and going with that um and then there's the end caps which are just ridiculous and stupid well, I think in the third season they have they've swapped over the presenter. That um, the girl, there's a new girl presenter. Um, it very much was like it was kind of odd watching it because I didn't really know what to expect. Because um, I definitely can see that Disney are, are like leaning in on this Nat Geo kids content and going, "Ooh, there's a nice little. Um, this is a very nice easy step into it." It was very very childish. Um, there's lots of skits um, with them dress dressing up. Um, you know, there was a, a billionaire. Um, coming in to buy fossil, uh, fossils and them dressing up like holiday producers and stuff. It was all very, it was like I say, it was it was a kids show. I I'll be honest, I I won't be going back for the rest of the season. I'm I 
that's me done on that one. We're um, we're not the target audience. We're all. not the target audience. It wasn't. It, it's fine. It, it it. I thought it looked very well. The production value was very well done on it. Um, the set looked good. You know the. Like you said, the bit where they were actually talking about stuff was interesting. I, I didn't quite realize that when they found fossils, they kind of put them in with plaster and kind of kept out. And as a whole, you know, it was fun. But there's lots of skits. It was definitely, a, a, this is what I would call, this is a, a get home from school and it would be on TV. And it's fine. It's perfectly fine. It's got its audience. It's got kids that like a little bit of more, a little bit more information rather than just... Um, just nothingness. I thought this this will work good. It's a perfect fit for Disney Plus, and I hope to see more of this. And I hope viewers at least try it out, and they can pick up some more of it because that'll be the main thing. But yeah, no, good good series. But yeah, it just wasn't just wasn't for me. It's, it's not something I'm going to be going back for. Yeah, and like I said, same here. But if uh, if I had a kid visiting, or was, you know, my sister and uh, family are visiting and we need to kind of shuffle the kids off. I would totally put this in front of them. Be like, yeah. what's a subject you find interesting? Here you go. Learn a yeah. little bit about it. The skits. Yeah. For us, they're definitely cringy and, mm. but it's also kind of a proven method to keep kids engaged. You get mm. fact, skit, funny, 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 fact, yeah. skit, funny, funny, funny. Yeah. It, it keeps them interested while they're still also learning things. Obviously, as they get older, uh, we're talking like tweens, teens, stuff yeah. like that. You can start doing more facts and less silliness. Uh, but this this is definitely meant for, you know, 10, kids, yeah. 5 to 10, maybe, yeah. give or take. But yeah, so that's definitely definitely worth checking out if you've got um, sort of that, that range and they wanted a little bit more information. So moving on from there, we also got a brand new movie, which is Magic Camp. Um, this one is such a weird movie because it was supposed to come out years ago. They filmed it years ago. Um, they decided to, to pull it from the release schedule and move it to Disney Plus. We, and this was years ago. I mean, we knew about it. We knew it was coming to Disney Plus two years ago. And, but there's been nothing about it. You know, I even put up an article on Sunday because we were like, all we still had was, a, uh, after we spoke on the podcast, was like a description. You know, we've not seen an image, we've not seen a logo, we've not seen anything. On Monday, they released a trailer. And then obviously yesterday, they released the movie Worldwide. And I watched it, and I know we're going to have some different views on this one. But I watched it, and I thought it was a solid, fun, medium-tier streaming movie. Um, there was a few funny bits in it. It wasn't anything amazing. But I don't get why Disney did not promote it in some way, use it as a... Um, they didn't, you know, they could have used this for weeks to kind of, yeah, okay, maybe it, it's not, a, it's not amazing, but for it's a good family-friendly movie. I just, I didn't understand why. Having just watched it last night, I was like, why was this like this? It wasn't bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't. I don't know. It, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm sitting there going, yeah, two point five three. It was, it was perfectly acceptable. It was easy to put on, easy to watch. There was some funny, but yeah, it was, it was a bit, you know, predictable. But it's a load of kids doing magic. I don't know. I, I kind of, because obviously you've got a different view on it. Actually, not too much of a different view. Um, the first time we talked about it, I hadn't finished it yet. And I was yeah. like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this. Yeah. But I went back and I, I ended up watching it. I had it on in the background, so I wasn't yeah. actively watching. Um, I was going into expecting this is going to be a gigantic train wreck of 
nonsense and silliness given that we yeah. knew nothing about it and disney didn't promote anything about it i was like they're gonna bury this yeah uh, which they kind of are so the way i think of it and this is both a compliment and a uh negative in one statement yeah. it is completely safe yeah uh, that that is how i would describe it 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 takes absolutely no risks at all uh there is nothing in this movie that you haven't seen in any other movie of the mm. same type but it's also completely inoffensive. It is perfectly fine for what it is. If you are interested in stage magic, uh, then I would recommend it because it does have some cool stage magic bits. But if you're looking for this kind of um, turnaround movie where you've got the, you know, the, the guy who's down on his luck, who was really good at something, but just didn't catch the break. And, yeah. and then you've got the, the down on their luck kids who are kind of outcasts, even within yeah. an outcast group. Yeah, you've got Mighty Ducks or other movies like that that do it better, mm. uh, but at the same time, it's it's perfectly fine. It's just yeah. got nothing really to recommend it other than if you want uh, stage magic. Yeah, I'll be honest. Um, when we went to, when I went to Vegas, I did go and see some magic show. Uh, I love all that stuff. Um, so it's kind of like I enjoyed it. I thought it was just nice, easy flow. Um, I. And then it might sound bad, but it's like kind of think of like, you know, when you look at all these Disney Plus originals of like, you know, when the people talk about like Stargirl and Timmy Fowler and it's like, I think it was better. I, it was, it was, it, to me, it was a much more enjoyable movie to just be able to sit, pit back and put your feet up and watch it. And I'm sure lots of people are going to watch it this weekend and being like, yeah, it's good. It's fun. You know, the end, yeah, they're not going to be singing, singing about it, but it was like, I still feel like, why is why didn't Disney? I'd like and Disney obviously had no faith in this movie. It's like, guys, you should have had a little bit more faith in this. You could have promoted this much more in the last few weeks. Of I know it's it is pretty safe and average, and but it's a, it's got Disney slap bang on the title. I think had it gone to the box to the cinema, it would have been a bit of a flop because it would have been a bit of a um, we can just wait. But it's it's a perfectly fine rental or. I don't know. I I really I'm sitting there just going, well, like, why didn't you? Why didn't you do? You you push much worse stuff than this. <laughs> yeah, no. If it had gone to the box office, it would have gotten murdered. Um, yeah, it might have done well in the first week, but it it doesn't have any big star names. It's got recognizable people, but it doesn't have any names where you're like, oh, wow, I I should see this because such and such is in it. It's more like, oh, where have I seen that guy? I know I've yeah. seen him in a show before. That kind of thing. Um, if they had released it as a Disney Channel movie, yeah. you know, a direct to, yeah. to Disney Channel, it would have been perfectly fine. It would have had its release. People would have enjoyed it. And then they would have just gone on to the next one. Yeah, I think you're right about the kind of... It's a, I would have, yeah, like I say, like a kind of Disney Channel vibe of, you know... But this is that whole thing of mid-tier movies, which we've lost. You know, they've kind of, they are now streaming movies. Are they, you know, these low budget, good story, single things. But yeah, I, 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 I would say, you know, if you just want to watch a movie, especially right now, there's hardly anything out. You've got hardly anything new to watch. You no, know, if you've got a family or you just want something lighthearted, put it on. It's about an hour and a half. It's just, it's, it's what it is. It's, it is a bit naff. It's a bit, um, you can see the, the ending coming a mile away. Um, but yeah, it's it's just fun. I I I just kind of sitting here going, I was like, I I can't even really pick it apart because it wasn't 
there was nothing really wrong with it. It just, it just, it was very cliched and all the rest of it. But it's like, no, I enjoyed it. I thought it was perfectly acceptable. I, you know, I like I said, I would, I'm gonna do up a written review later today, and they'll be getting probably a three star because three out of five because it's like, yeah, it's perfectly enjoyable. It's perfectly fine. I don't feel I wasn't, I didn't get to the end of it and go like I did with the the last like three or four like Disney Plus movies and go, oh, how uh, it's like I got to the end of it. That was perfectly fine. Per- and fine's not really maybe the trouble is now we only have awful or amazing perfectly fine doesn't really but yeah if you've got family this weekend watch it um i i can't really stress that enough really it's nothing amazing but it's perfectly good entertainment and i think it would easily keep you entertained for the hour and i think that's the thing as well the timing of it an hour and a half seems to be perfect time for how long this movie was i felt it it could have been a little bit shorter but i'm i wouldn't like die on that hill i wouldn't die on that hill um No, I'd stick with where I'm at, kind of like a two or a two point five on it. It's, mm. it's not offensive. It's not bad. You can't point to any particular thing and go, no, that they, this is bad. They should have done this differently. But at the same time, you can't say you need to see it because it does this. Yeah. Uh, it's they they had a twist on something, or or it's just really well executed. It, it's mediocrely well executed. You know, it it's yeah. Yeah. You know what it is simply by looking at it. I wouldn't necessarily people go and watch it this weekend. I think there are other things. There's plenty of back catalog items that I would go to before it, uh, whether you've seen them or not. But if you do see it come up on the weekend and you, you're scrolling through the bar and like, oh, yeah, they, they talked about that one. I also wouldn't say, oh, immediately switch to the next one. It, it's yeah. perfectly fine for an hour and a half. I don't think you need to go out of your way to see it, but you won't be... Like, why did I just waste an hour and a half on this? Yeah. So. No, I, I'll be honest. This is one of those movies where I did not look to see what time was left, which is what I did, I did on Stargirl and Timmy Faye. No, I, 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 like I said, I, I think it's a very safe, very easygoing. They don't make a lot of these movies anymore because they're just easy, these are kind of movies that, you know, maybe being a, a kid from the 80s, we had these in the 80s and the 90s all the time. And they kind of fell out of fashion people wouldn't go cinema to see them the same way that they would but it's a perfectly good streaming movie enjoyable for the family but again when you compare it to like ant-man and the wasp the greatest showman and possibly even then zombies 2 it yeah you'd be like watch that fourth but obviously you know we didn't but I'm, i'll be honest like if it was a choice between that and greatest showman i would watch greatest showman again same thing with ant-man but um a very good week i think it's a very good i i yeah, like I said, I don't, but my big thing with Disney is like, you could have, you could have had a little bit more faith in this. It, it really wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would not push it as like Endgame or a Star no. Wars movie or something like that, but they definitely could have put some ads out for it. I don't think they would have gotten too much uh, flack for that. It, it's give it as yeah. much, give it as much advertising as you do for your typical Disney Channel mm-hmm. movie and it'd be right in line with that. Uh, but yeah, this week, we went into this week being like, this is going to be just yeah. <laughs> a terrible week. What is this weird but true? This is, I, I don't understand what's going on here. The, what is this weird movie we've heard nothing about uh, except like a, tra- uh, not even a trailer, like a description two years ago. And it turns out, yeah, it's, it, this is not a week that will go down in Disney plus history is like, Oh wow. This, this is where things changed, but it, it, at the very least, you know, yeah, it was it was a fine week. I saw some things that I did not mind seeing, and 
now we get to look forward to some other weekends. I this other weekends, other releases in the coming weeks. Um, I will be going back and checking out the greatest showman uh, this weekend. I did not watch it uh, before this. I've never seen it. I've heard some of the songs, but I'm, I'm looking forward to the songs, not so much the story, but I don't know. I, uh, yeah. I am looking forward to it at least. To be honest, it's become a little bit of, um, it's a, I mean, we had the soundtrack on in the car for months. Um, I mean, we, when we went out to Florida a few years ago, all, all our friends, it was on the plane. And I, it turned out my friends, they all watched it like three times. They watched it on repeat, the whole flight from UK. Um, it's one of those movies, I think this one's going to be such a, if this thing isn't in the trending tab weekly from now on, I don't know, because this is a perfect put on and sing. This is what Disney Plus needed. And it was just really good to see this one on there. This was a, a perfect fit. Um, Hopefully they add it to the UK soon, but yeah, really good fit. I can't wait to see people and just again get that home movie kind of seems to fit Disney perfectly with Greatest Showman. But nevertheless, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. If you haven't already done so, make sure you do check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com, and you can obviously find us on YouTube. Um, also, this week we are going to be talking about Prince of Persia the uh, Sands of Time movie. We're going to be um, talking about that one. That one's going to be available to patrons for a week um, for early access before everybody else will be able to watch it and listen to it next weekend. Um, this is one of those little um, benefits of being a patron. So we're going to be talking about that one as a little bonus episode. So look out for that one next week. And as I said, we shall see you guys all in another episode. Laters. Later. Later.